It's time to go into business for yourself. Get ready for another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. Education, insight, and inspiration. Here's your host, small business and franchise expert, Tom Scarda. Welcome to another episode of the Franchise Academy. I'm Tom Scarda. I am the franchise coach by day and podcaster by night, apparently. And I am excited for this episode. I've been waiting a long time to have this person on. Before we jump in, just want to let you know, if you haven't listened to this podcast before, it's a place to go for franchising. Everything that you want to know, how to turn your business into a franchise, how to invest in a franchise, how to sell your franchise, and really just how to run a great franchise and serve your community. I've been in the business for 22 years. I am the author of Franchise Savvy, but I just released an online program. It's 45 videos on how to buy a franchise A to Z. Check it all out on thefranchiseacademy.com. Thefranchiseacademy.com is a place to go for everything you want to know about franchising and small business. Today, I am excited because I have Heather Hakes with me. Heather is a mindset, motivational, positive attitude coach. I just have a couple of things I want to say. She wrote the book, Take the Leap. She's been featured in all sorts of podcasts, published. Um, she's been published in Authority Magazine, Thrive, uh, Voyage Denver, Women Who Empower and Inspire, which is really cool. Um, and she talks to people, tens of thousands of people on her podcast. You must check it out, Mind Over Matter. She specializes in helping folks wake up and, and really understand their infinite potential. And so she's a graduate of the Tony Robbins Mastery University courses and, and so many other things would go on and on. We have a lot in common with Abraham Hicks and Joe Dispenser, who's actually changed my life personally. I want to welcome Heather in. Heather, how are you? Tom, thank you so much for having me. I love your energy. Oh, thank you so much. I love your energy. That's why you're on with me and talking to these franchise folks. So we're all, you know, in franchising, I share with people all the time, First of all, when you're looking at a franchise, it's not about franchise A or franchise B, but it's a choice between uncertainty or unhappiness. Mm -hmm. Most people choose unhappiness and they stick with the humdrum, whatever it is. But you have a whole different mindset, sort of, you could take courses on your, on your website, um, but you challenge people to think differently and, and choose their own path. So tell us about that. What, how do you help people? Yeah, well, I'll give you a little background. I did what we're conditioned to do, you know, our societal norms. I went to college. I got a degree. Then I got a second degree. I worked in corporate for over 10 years. And I, I finally got to a point. I was tired of dreading Friday and cheering. I'm sorry, tired of dreading Monday and cheering on Friday week in and week out. And I was like, there's got to be more to life. I simply followed an intuitive nudge, which I imagine a lot of these business owners are feeling. They want time and financial freedom, you know? And so what I want people to know is that you can literally have, be, and do anything you want in life. And you're right. We have to get off that track of the societal norm that you, you work until you can retire and then you die. I'm like, who thought that was a good idea? Right. So true. So yeah. true. And, that's, and I worked in the New York City subway for 13 years. And I saw a lot of my bosses and senior people just kind of waiting and counting down their time. Oh, I got six years and three months before I retire. Sounds like uh, a prison sentence to me. Uh, yes. It's so crazy. And, and so one of my mentors early on in franchising said to me, but Tom, you create your own reality. And I'm like, no, I don't. 
reality is thrust upon me. It's, it's done to me, you know, before I understood really what life was about. And, and I know that you speak very differently about that kind of stuff, right? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, I already shared this with you, but I study metaphysics and quantum physics and mental programming, and we live in an energetic universe. Life is not happening to you. You are not a victim, but until you shift your perspective, take a hundred percent responsibility for where you're currently at, and then realize that when you change how you are thinking and being, everything changes. Our life is literally a mirror, a projection of our internal state of being. Mm -hmm. That's it. That is it. And it's so hard to understand that because we're not taught that. We're we're taught Mm -hmm. that we're born, we have to go to school, we have to get a job and be happy. But then somewhere around, you know, 35, 40 or 45, we have a what they call a midlife crisis. I call it a midlife awakening where Mm. you wake up and say, there's gotta be something better. You know, the nudge happened to you and it happens to a lot of people, but then they get stalled because you know, you gotta pay the bills. Yeah. Well, again, that's in limitation. And most people live in fear, very fear-based fear of the unknown fear of failure, even people have fear of success. And I, you know, I wrote about this in my book, but I I use the phrase, let fear fuel you, not rule you. Again, I truly believe my life is a mindset game. And I train myself to overcome challenges and obstacles. I do um, endurance sports. I have a triathlon next weekend. I run a marathon. I love running. Wow. I did David Goggins four by four by 48 challenge. And that was mental grit. And so the reason I do these things is I'm practicing what I preach. You have to, it comes down to discipline and entrepreneurship, being a business owner, I call personal development on steroids. Yeah. Like, I mean, you, yeah, you have to face limiting beliefs, your fear, self-doubt, procrastination, all these things are, I mean, it's a huge gift. And and look, there's so much evidence out there of very successful people living life on their terms. And if they can do it, so can you. There's no question about it. And, and that's what people have need to understand. And I just want to say David Goggins is my idol. Um, <laughs> October 3rd, 2019, I got a chance to work out with him for a day, wow. which is probably a whole nother podcast we should do, you and I. But um, he changed my life. But this, and so if, if you don't know who David Goggins is, look up David Goggins by his, by his book. It will change your life. It changed my life completely. Uh, great guy, former Navy SEAL, blah, blah, blah. Such a story. Um, Can't Hurt Me is the name of his book. Um, but we're programmed, Heather. We're programmed to be in fear. And yep. people don't realize that. So can you undo this programming? Yes. So what I talk a lot about and why I call myself a mindset coach is I think of myself as a personal trainer for your mind, because and an easy thing I talk about as a visual is a four step process that our thoughts create emotions and feelings. Those lead to the actions or inactions we take in life and ultimately our results. So what you could do is look at your current results, your finances, your health, relationships, career, business. It doesn't matter what area of life. Look at your results. If you're unhappy, do some introspection. Be honest. What are the actions you've been taking? How have you been feeling about it? And it all started with thought. 
And so ultimately, this really does come down to understanding the subconscious mind, which is 95% of the picture running the show. And that is sub, meaning below. Think of a picture of an iceberg, right? We have our conscious mind, 5%. This is, this is the business owner wanting time and financial freedom, wanting to grow, have their own business. But if the 95% of them is living in lack, limitation, fear, unworthiness, and all those limiting beliefs, you can't overcome that. So that's why I say you've got to become aware. And then you pull the weeds and plant new seeds. Pull the weeds and plant your seeds. Love that. So the, the weeds are all these, this programming, these negative thoughts that seem to come up for me automatically. I don't even have to think about the negative, but I have to force myself to think about the positive. So that's one, I guess that's what you would call pulling that weeds. Yeah. That is amazing. Really cool. Well, and like you touched on Abraham Hicks, Abe teaches us that you know how you're thinking based on your feeling. So if you're right. feeling impatient, angry, bored, any of those low vibe emotions, oh, that means negative thoughts were triggering. So it's not like, you know, we have somewhere between 60 to 70,000 thoughts in a day. Mm-hmm. It is said that 80% of those are negative. And 95% of the thoughts you're thinking today, you had, you were thinking yesterday. So here's what it comes down to. We're, we're creatures of habit, right? We have all this on repetition. So that's why you simply become aware. I go back to that thought cycle, paint, you know, figure out the results, you know, where you're feeling the nudge, the itch for more for change, and then backtrack it. Change is simple. It's not easy. Right. If if it was easy, everybody would just do it and be successful in whatever it is. So here's an interesting scenario. Um, When you're looking at buying a franchise, what I coach people to do is to call as many franchise owners as they can. Mm -hmm. And I have 39 questions I give to people, make it effective. This is like the most important thing you can do. And you're talking to a bell curve, right? So it's 20% of the people are killing it. 20% of the people are failing in the business 60 percent are doing just fine and if you i have found when i'm talking to somebody and they have a negative attitude it seems like all the people that they call seem to be the people that are failing ah right and the people who come to me and they're like man i know i'm gonna buy a franchise i don't know what it is yet but i'm gonna kill it they seem to talk to the top performers in the company without even knowing who they are they're just randomly dialing and that's who they get yeah. So you attract what you think or feel, right? Well, I love the saying, I think it d- dispenses says this, we don't attract what we want. We attract what we are. That whole like attracts like law of, you know, the secret law of attraction, but it is true. We live in an energetic universe. Thoughts are energy. And so life is a boomerang. What you put out, you get back. So if, think about this, right? Your vibe attracts your tribe. Misery loves company. There's so many cliche statements, but I mean, that's ultimately what they're saying. Yeah, no question. And then um, when I used to work on the subway system in New York City, the, you know, eight o'clock in the morning, the train is packed. And what is everybody doing? Not everybody, but 90% of the people are reading the newspaper. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and there ain't nothing but negative in that because negative sells now more than ever. I mean, there's cable news stations that thrive on negative, negative, negative. Look what that guy did. Look what that guy did. Look what she did. 
and and people concentrate on that and meditate on it. They don't realize they're meditating on it, but they meditate. And then you, how are you going to have a great day yeah. if you're? So I say go on a media diet and cancel yeah. the subscription, shut off the TV, right? A media yeah. diet. I, I think you would also prescribe to people. You you gotta instead of reading the newspaper, read how many read Heather's book. I mean, this is what you should do. Well, and that's what I would call. Um, I gave up the news years ago. I mean, I haven't literally haven't watched the news in years. But really, life it comes down to being mindful and intentional. Because think about it this way: everything you consume, and we're not talking about just food. The news, the music, the people you hang out with, the social media channels that you're scrolling, everything you're consuming and intaking, you become. So when you become mindful and intentional, I purposely, as an example, my Instagram account, most people, when I meet somebody new or somebody follows me, they're like, oh, you're not following very many people. That is on purpose. And even like Facebook, as an example, years ago, I unfollowed a lot of people because I didn't want their shit in my stream. Yeah. Amen. You have control of your life. So what do you need to, I, I love this thing, right? Automate, eliminate, and delegate. delegate. Yeah. We know who that is. Um, and so that was Rory Vader, I think, who said that originally, right? Um, uh, I think that th this is exactly what people need to hear. But what would you say to someone who is out there listening? They're thinking about franchising. They got the nudge you know, that you were talking about, but they know they have kind of this negative streak. What would you tell them to do before they even dive into business? Okay, perfect. So I had this conversation with somebody yesterday who's just getting into, you know, the online business and, and wants to start their coaching, whatever. I've been in this space for about five years. And what I would tell my younger self or somebody just getting into business, I spent a lot of money on strategy, on a website, on business coaching, and I didn't back it with the mindset and the belief. So what I talk about is the 80-20 rule, 80-20 principle in business. 80% um, is mindset, 20% strategy. Because I found out that when I came up against my procrastination, self-doubt, imposter syndrome, it didn't matter how much strategy, tech, whatever I had in place. Think about that thought cycle, right? My thoughts were negative. My feelings were not enough, not capable. And that led to procrastination and terrible results. But as soon as I became aware overcame it, introspection, reprogrammed, and that's you do it through repetition and consistency. Affirmations are a good start. They're not enough on their own. When I reprogrammed and I did it anyway, became mentally disciplined, I'm telling you, and I can show you like on my payment gateway, my financials went from like kind of flatline to boom through the roof because I, I had that 80% foundation of mindset, belief, clarity, vision, forward focus, then go in on strategy, the how. Yeah. Oh, that is brilliant. And I never heard it put that way before. Um, absolutely love that. You mentioned imposter syndrome. Mm. For people that don't know, explain what that is. I, it's funny. Uh, I literally just did a podcast on this. Imposter syndrome is ultimately, it's doubting yourself. Like when I felt like an imposter, it's because I, I felt like a hypocrite. I was saying to do one thing and I wasn't even doing it. 
And so imposter is that if you've ever had the question, who am I to do this? I love Marianne Williamson's quote, who are you not to do this? You know, she's got a phenomenal quote, highly recommend it, Google it. I have it on a canvas in my bedroom. But that imposter, that's your small self, that's fear, that's your ego wanting you to stay small. And I just want you to know you are so much more powerful and capable than you're currently allowing yourself to be. There's no question about it. There's a great book. I don't know if you know um, the Water, the War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Uh, he talks about resistance to mm -hmm. everything that you want to do that's creative or or what Ziegler calls a go-up goal. Mm -hmm. And um, it's sort of like black magic. Things come against you, and it could be as simply as procrastination, but it's fear, and your ego will chew you up and spit mm -hmm. you out. And you have to be able to fight that and, and, and get over it. You know, who, no matter who it is, you could talk to all these major business people, um, you know, all sorts of people running through my mind that started from nothing and became something big, whether it was Oprah or, you know, Virgin Airlines uh, guy. I, who am I blanking out? But you know, Richard Branson. Richard Branson, um, who has dyslexia and all this stuff. And he made it anyway. So yeah. it's, it's about kind of, you know, and, and it was, and they all talk about there was times where they're like, I don't know, why am I doing this? Or Robert De Niro saying, do I, who am I to be this film, you know, this character in this film? I'm not worthy of this, you know? And these are like mm -hmm. people that are mega, mega, mega superstars, but they all go through that. And, and as you're thinking about business, or if you're in a business even, you need to um, kind of step back and realize that you're meant for greatness. A, a good mentor of mine, and I, sh I shouldn't be talking, I gotta be asking you questions, but uh, Bo Eason is a, is a mentor of mine. And he says, listen, you're already a winner. You just won a, a, among a hundred million sperm to see yeah. your mother. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. a weird thing to say or think about, but it's true. You won among a hundred million. It was a hundred million to one and, and you won that race. So you're, you're a runner. If you're a marathoner like you, yeah, you're ahead of the game. Um, but what is one key for you? Um, I know you talked about this already a little bit, but what really changed your perspective? What, what was one key advice that somebody gave you that was like, oh, my God, and just opened up the world for you? I want to add real quick, and then I'll answer that. I love Disney movies because I think now as an adult watching them, if you really watch them, they have some deep meanings. But as an example, Lion King, if you know the scene where Simba's looking at his reflection in the pool, it's a stormy night. His dad comes out of the clouds and says, remember who you are. And something clicked for Simba. I just got chills. Yeah, something clicked for Simba. <laughs> And, and it's like he remembered he was king of the jungle. He went back to Pride Rock and, and you know, took back what was his. So that's what I want for people. It's like we all came here in this 3D human experience with amnesia. We forgot that we're this divine, unlimited being. So it's like, stop playing small. So anyway, your question was, what was that one piece of advice? Ultimately, for me, I think it's because a lot of the people I read and study, we're all saying the same thing, maybe in a different lens or perspective. But I would like to add to, you know, have you ever heard the quote, knowledge is power? Mm, yeah. Well, I mean, like knowledge is good, but applied knowledge is power. 
Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, if we get caught up on this this high of wanting to read another book, attend another event, take another course, but people aren't implementing what they learn. So applied knowledge is power. That is so great. And that reminds me of, you know, a lot of people watched The, the Secret. You had brought that up or read the book, The Secret. Yeah. And what they don't really hit on enough, I think, is uh, taking action. Like, like Tony Robbins says, mass, take massive action. And they kind of miss that point. They kind of sit there and like, just say, okay, I'm yeah. great, blah, blah, you know, and, and it doesn't work. You got to actually do something. Well, but okay. I just have to say on that one, I do not prescribe to the hustle and grind mentality. Make shit happen. Go out there, struggle, effort, work 24 hours a day, and then you can get ahead. Totally disagree. However, because especially if you're into dispensa, you know better, right? You're right. You cannot, I cannot sit on my couch and pray and hope that the man of my dreams is going to come to my front door. So there's a difference of inspired action and trying to make something happen. So if I were inspired to go on a dating app, that's different than going on a dating app, swiping, trying to, you know, there's a Mm. difference. And we all have an intuition. We all have that internal guidance and nudge. And you might get an idea to reach out to somebody. You might get an email um, with the exact resource you need. And so really what it comes down to, especially in business ownership, is um I totally just drew a blank. You were talking oh, about oh okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. The resources you need will always come to you. You will always be provided for when you are living from that faith and trust mentality over fear and limitation. It's a choice. We all have choices. Right. And and it's and it's biblical what you just said. I mean, it's right out of the Bible. If the fowl does not have to fear eating, why would you? You will be provided for. Mm-hmm. And, and what I try to share with people is when you choose uncertainty, I was talking about uh, at the beginning, the choice between uncertainty or unhappiness. Yeah. Uncertainty is choosing faith in yourself. And, and people struggle with that because they've been told that they're not enough their yeah. whole life. I know yeah. I've been told, especially going to parochial school, they always told me, you're not enough. You could never, you know, you can't do what you want to do, you know, and they, they not, everybody knocks you down. I mean, even your parents are like, Oh, you could be anything you want to be, but don't go into music. Don't be an artist. There's no money in that. You can't pay your bills, but you could be anything you want to be. Mm-hmm. So, so you get beat up with that kind of stuff. Um, but the inspired action is, is really an interesting point when you're, when you're, you know, like when somebody contacts me about buying a franchise and, and I've been doing this role for 17 years, they, there was a reason they called, but then 60% of them kind of just go away because they're scared. Mm-hmm. It's fear. It's everything is yep. fear-based. Even when they say, oh, yes, well, I was just offered the, my dream job. I was like, that's funny. I've never dreamed about a job, but okay. Um, and, and so it, that's, that's sort of the big, the big issue. Um, so tell me more about how you feel um, regarding um, Abraham Hicks and, and the teaching there. Because that's like the basis of law of attraction. Do you, do you subscribe yeah. to that kind of? Yeah, so look. And, and Dr. Joe Dispenza is literally teaching the same thing from a, quote, scientific lens or perspective. He gives you the science data 
on what he talks about is brain and heart coherence. And all that's really saying is when we, because most people are living in a stressed out mentality. And when you are living in stress, that mental chaos, that monkey mind that you know what it feels like, it literally creates static. And so when, and that's why so many people promote meditation, stillness, presence, because when you can calm the mind, connect back into your heart space, focus on your breath, then you literally, it's like you create this clear antenna to be guided. This is, I've created presence running. So you don't have to sit still for people who itch, fine, go run, go hike in nature, go sit at the beach. But for me running I couldn't be more present. And I've gotten so many ahas, epiphanies, business ideas, downloads, because I am present. I am clear headed. I'm just in nature where I love that joy. We all have access to this. This is great. Thank you so, so much for that. I mean, it's really, you know, those pearls of wisdom are unbelievable. I mean, I need you on here for like a three hour podcast. Um, I could talk for days. Yeah. And I can too about this. I'm so passionate about this topic. Um, uh, just there's so many things I want to say, but but it's it's interesting because we have, you know, I could tell you personal ex- examples where um, you got two people in the same franchise in the same area, same demographics. Everything is the same. One person fails. One person is franchise owner of the year as the yeah. biggest producer, and everybody's like, "Oh, well, what happened?" Well, what happened was lousy thinking, stinking yeah. thinking. And that that was that separated people. This is just um, just unbelievable, Heather. I know, I know that you're busy. You got people lined up to, to talk to you right after this. Um, how can people get in touch with you? Find out more, your book, all that stuff. The easiest way, and what we touched on today, you know, that subconscious mind, subconscious reprogramming. I do offer a free video training. You can grab that on my website, heatherhakes.com. I'm very active on all the social platforms. I have my own YouTube channel and the podcast Mind Over Matter. So if you Google Heather Hakes, I'm out there. Yeah, and that's Hakes, that's H-A-K-E-S. And it's all going to be on the uh, franchiseacademy.com website. So go there, check it out. Uh, there'll be direct links right to Heather's podcast and, and her website. So Heather, thanks a million for being on the Franchise Academy. It's so great to have somebody with such great insight to inspire business owners. Yes, Tom, thank you so much for having me. Oh, this is great. Thank you. Have a great day. This has been another episode of the Franchise Academy podcast. For more info, go to our website, thefranchiseacademypodcast.com. Remember to subscribe to Tom Scarta's YouTube channel for educational videos on franchising, education, insight, and inspiration.